0: The number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
1: Record today on Scene
0: 103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment.
1: 086 2103 103 And Peter Dowdall, the Irish uh, gardener, joining us answering all of your gardening questions. Good afternoon to you, Peter.
2: Attempting to answer all of the gardening uh, questions. You always do. Yeah. you well, uh, I, I don't know. know,
1: and we've a lot of them in, so we'll do our best to get through them all. It's always the problem to try to get all the questions to you. And we're heading into uh, what gorgeous spring-like weather. I mean, we're looking at 15, 16 degrees on Saturday. I know.
2: I know it's great I am, isn't it I enjoyed a lovely few days in the beautiful village of Adair this earlier this week with, with the kids on, on midterm and watching the countryside spring to life is, it's great. is amazing it's gorgeous and it, of course it also goes hand in hand with uh my life over the few months now just goes nuts so no. with dizziness everything starts beginning to happen now so yeah it's a lovely time of
1: the year Well it's great to see people out in the garden and already the smell of cut grass is everywhere which is which is uh, terrific Okay a couple of people I can put these questions in together because there's a few questions in about uh, Liz was on for example and so was Maraid Could you ask Peter is it okay to prune apple trees and John in Lim Lara is it too late to prune apple trees and if not how far back can I cut them please
2: I would say it is too late, unfortunately. A pretty specific window with apple trees. It's kind of November, you know, even into December, we'll be getting a bit late. If you prune them now, you're not, you know, it's like most things. If you prune them at the wrong time of the year, you won't damage them as such, but you will probably sacrifice this year's fruit. So if that doesn't bother you, you could still prune away, but you will be most likely sacrificing this year's fruit. Better to wait, being honest with you, till November of this year.
1: Okay, a listener deliberately puts in a big long name. Hi, hi Peter, I have a Berberus Darwinia yeah, darwinia, hedge, yeah, darwinia yeah. hedge, about six years old now. I've noticed that a few of them have a lot of moss on the branches and are kind of dried out. Is there anything I can put on them to help them along and what kind of fertiliser would, reconno- would you recommend? Okay,
2: the- the moss of the branches shouldn't be anything to worry about. It could be moss or it could also be lichen. Now, lichen growth is a kind of good sign in your branches because it's the sign of a good clean environment, a good clean air. So if it's lichen, then that's a good sign. And it's really, even if it's moss, it's not something I'd worry about. It's not something you need to, to take to, to, to do anything about. Now, if, if she said at the end of that sentence that it's looking a bit dead, is it?
1: A bit kind of dried out.
2: Yeah, if the foliage is looking dead or dried out, in other words, that should be, it's an ever-barbarous Darwinia, it's a good, strong, dark, evergreen hedge, so it should be looking that way. If it's looking dried out or dead, then there is something to look at. I don't think it'll be caused by the mass of the lichen, but they, it might just be coincidence. I'd send a picture of it into yourselves or send it to me on Facebook, uh, and i will certainly have a look at it. Um, but if it's, if it's still a solid green I wouldn't be too worried about it in terms of fertilising it uh, yeah as you say we're coming into 15-16 degrees so you could probably start feeding it now with uh, any good general purpose Gouldings do a very good liquid general purpose fertiliser which is what i probably use
1: Mary in Bishopstown when to cut a rambling rose it's gone quite tall how do I cut it and how much do I cut it by I'm never too sure should I treat it the very same way as other roses
2: a rambling rose can be cut back at this time of the year before the end of February and there's a very technical term when it comes to cutting back rambling roses and it's hack it back, just cut it back as hard as you want. (laughs) Uh, It'll be very forgiving, don't worry. With climbers and with other roses there's a bit more to it, but with a rambling rose it it does as it sounds to it, it just rambles, it grows very, very quickly. Yeah, you can cut it back as hard as you want and now is the time to do it.
1: OK, my hedge, says a listener, is a mixture of Griselinia and Escalonia. It's, uh, it's got very wide. Is it possible to narrow it in?
2: It is possible. And that does happen. You get a good solid evergreen wall. But yes, as, you, as, as they've discovered there, it can take a good few feet off the garden as well. It is possible to narrow it in, but be careful not to do it too much too soon. So in other words, if if it's... Let's say four or five foot wide, which it could be. And if you cut it back to one foot wide in one go, that'll be too much shock to the plant and it'll, the hedge will just die. So don't do that. So really, I'm afraid all you can do is, is cut it in as far as the furthest in leaf, if you know what I mean. So in other words, if you look at the hedge from the outside in, there'll be no leaves in the center of the hedge. They'll all be around the, the, the outside, the, the extremities of each plant. So you might be able to cut it back six or eight inches. So, what I'm trying to say is cut it back as hard as you can, ensuring that you leave some foliage on it. Yeah. Okay, which probably will only be a few inches. But what you can do then is that will force it or that will cause the plant to regenerate further back, further in, if you know what I mean. So, then you can cut it another few inches so this will be a gradual job over I would say two or three years that you will manage to, 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 manage to cut a good bit off it but you'll have to be assiduous every time you see a bit of new growth further back cut it back so you will get there but it, it's going to be a gradual job
1: Okay John says in the cold weather I stopped putting out food for the birds to see would they use the red berries on the conaster plant Cone Aster, Cone yeah. Aster plant uh, but no good Why do birds not eat those berries?
2: They do. Birds do feed on the Cotoneaster berries. I suspect what happened is uh, uh, they might have found a neighbour with easier food. They might have found a neighbour with seed out. Um, They will feed in Cotoneasters. It wasn't that cold this year, so they've been able to feed on grubs and things in the the ground as well. Um, Cotoneasters, particularly blackbirds, they love them, uh, as as they do the pyracantha berries. Things like holly and that, which we all think of as berry plants for birds, uh, would be actually one of the last the berries that they go for they do eat it but it's, they leave it to a last resort so hollies would often be, be left on you'd expect the Cotoneaster to go sooner so why they didn't eat his Cotoneaster uh, I'm no not idea. sure it's probably they were too mollycoddled they could well have been
1: bird feeders nearby in, in another garden yeah hi uh, Peter my roses were full of black spots and that uh, last summer what's the best spray how do I handle it for this year?
2: best way to handle black spot it's a fungal infection uh, and prevention is better than cure for all fungal infections on plants I would say so uh, cultural control is the kind of go to term for for most fungal infections like this and what that means Trish is good pruning, good plant husbandry so in other words prune your rose bush now before the end of February to create a good open centre so you don't want too much uh, air congestion in the middle of the plant you want good air circulation fungal infections like this will thrive in, in an area where there's poor air circulation and damp so if it's very congested with a lot of leaves and stems fungal fungal infections will thrive there so so cut them back quite hard to leave a good open center Um don't leave any dead or diseased material around the base of the plant because those fungal spores will just get back into the soil and they, it'll just get worse and worse so prune it uh, make sure all disease material is removed from it and feed it, feed it with the Gouldings liquid rose food uh, I would say probably end of, end of February, early March onwards, just after you've pruned it, uh, do that and, oh sorry, and the most important bit then of course is treat it as a preventative measure with uh, uh, copper sulfate. copper sulfate which is a good broad spectrum organic fungicide and as I say, it works much better to help the rose getting the black spot than curing it
1: Okay. Try and prevent it, getting it. Okay. What's happened from a listener saying I've got an amaryllis which is in a pot outside has been for the last five years. It flowers every year, but now this year there are four quite big bulbs coming off the original one. What's the best way to separate them?
2: Well, that that that's what that's how they propagate naturally, and if they have it going for five years, she's been doing very very well. Uh, There's no mystery to it. Take the whole the whole clump of bulbs out of the pot, uh, and just literally prise each bulb off. Uh, They'll all you'll you'll see they're all coming from the one little root system down the end. Just pry literally pull the bulbs apart as you would daffodil bulbs or anything like that. Just pull them apart, pot each one of them up into their own individual pot. You don't want the pot to be much bigger than the bulb, maybe only an inch in diameter more than the small bulbs. Uh, The small bulbs, which, as I say, they aren't that small at the moment, but, it would possibly take a couple of years before they're at flowering stage. Uh, when you're planting them, plant them as you have the original bulb. So about a third, if not a half of the bulb is up over the soil surface. Uh, and give it time and replant your original bulb back into the pot it was in. And
1: give off you go
2: all, again? Off you go again. Give them all a feed with something like a good quality tomato food and off you go again.
1: Okay, Miriam Bishopstown has a standard red robin tree planted a good few years ago. I cut it back last year, but then the drought came and nothing has happened since. I love that bush. Have I lost it?
2: (laughs) When she says nothing has happened, it sounds to me like she cut all the foliage off. Yeah, uh, cut it back really hard. Yeah, it's like I said with the hedge, you don't want to cut all the foliage off. You need to leave some on. So if, if she did, do what it sounds like. She cut all the foliage off in the middle of the drought, and it hasn't produced a leaf since. I'm very nervous for her, I'm afraid. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, so all I'm going to say is, uh, I'm going to hedge, pardon the pun, I'm going to hedge the question and say wait and see. But uh, I I think if there isn't a leaf to be seen in this, then it's definitely bad news. Again, if you want, send a picture in to yourselves or to myself, and we'll have a look at it.
1: Yeah, I did something similar with something in my garden as well, and realised after the after the event what I'd done and, yeah, okay. and I didn't well, save lovely.
2: it. We all learn from <laughs> We mistake. do, we
1: do. Yeah. Uh, for apple trees with the moss on the apple trees that you mentioned can you wash it off with water or something or just leave it there?
2: I'd leave it. If moss or lichen I would leave it. Uh, it won't really wash off with water. It'll come off physically so in other words if you rub it even with your hand and your thumb or, or a scrubbing brush it'll come off. But uh, it's only really for aesthetics that you would be taking it off. I wouldn't be too concerned about it.
1: Can a lemon plant be transferred from indoors to outdoors? Says the listener. <laughs>
2: yes and no which is I know a vague answer but what I mean by that is it can be transferred outside for the summer months certainly not now it's too early Uh, during maybe the month of May second half of May you could move it out um, and probably move it back in second half of September so it'll, it'll do with a, it's a summer holiday outside but yeah. no certainly would need to be indoors for, for longer than that. Now, there's a good friend of mine in fact he'd be laughing if he knew he was being spoken about on a gardening programme but he has absolutely no interest in gardening but he, he got a present of a lemon plant about five years ago and he left it out in his patio ever since and it's still thriving and still fine. Now, it's never produced lemons in now outside but uh, it's still alive just to disprove everything I just said. So, <laughs> but, no. The, the advice yeah. would be bring it out for the summer and back
1: and in. And then the back, back in. Can can I cut back a Clematis, Montana, please, as a listener? It's trailing on a wall. You can
2: cut it back, absolutely, and you can cut them back hard, but don't dream of doing it at the moment because you will lose all this year's flowers, which are just about to emerge in about a month's time. And it's one of, for me, it's one of the highlights of the spring season is seeing that Montana come into flower that lovely pink flower that smothers the plant. Only for about two weeks, if the truth be told. It's a very temporary display, but well, well worth it. So that Montana will produce its flower buds Uh, On growth produced the previous year. So, in other words, the buds are already ready to come. So, don't touch it now, but straight after it's flowered, which will probably bring roughly the end of April, you can cut it back then as hard as you want.
1: Okay. All right. uh, So, we wrap it up. Are you busy this week? Have you something coming on?
2: I am. I just want to mention one thing, Trish, if I may, and it's later today. It's later today, and it's something I'm passionate about, as you know, and it's what's happening to this wonderful world of ours in terms of biodiversity and what we're doing to it. Uh, I'll be on with Dahi on the Today Show later and I'll be talking about the importance of of growing our own food and particularly using locally sourced seeds, brown envelope seeds in West Cork are one of only two companies in Ireland which, believe it or not, produce food seeds, Irish food seeds and it's very, very important to get locally produced seeds and I'll be having a bit of a rant on the programme about (laughs) our overuse of plastic and about You know, everybody is saying, oh yes, I feel very important. Bees are very important and all this, but. We need to stop talking about it. We need to take action. We Absolutely. need to leave the plastic in the supermarket. We need to start doing stuff. Government needs to lead the way, but they're not. We're so far from the government agenda, it's not funny. So individuals need to take action. I'm delighted to see the school kids are beginning to mobilise because it affects them more than anybody. We'll be gone, Trish, but this, the school kids will be in a, in a, in a world and which is a very different place to now. You know, you're, si- you're
1: singing off my hymn sheet. I'm constantly saying we all have to do our own bit. We can't leave it up to anybody else. It's, it's, gone, can, it's, if gone, if it's we, gone beyond on that
2: and i'm not, i'm no longer apologizing for being alarmist now i'm not it's getting too serious it's getting far too important and what i would urge people to do if they would we need to get this on the agenda so please watch the, the beyond the today show later if you can at all if you agree with what i'm saying please let rte know please get onto the program uh rte need to start covering more of this we need to get this we need to get this onto the the, the, as I say, onto the agenda, people need to start talking about it. RTE needs to start talking about it better. In fairness, they're, they're, they are allowing me to have my rant today. Uh, and Dahi is also fully in agreement with yourself and myself. But we can no longer start saying, oh, yes, the, 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 the garden is a lovely place. And the bees are very important. And at the same time, poisoning the garden by dumping plastic and by using chemicals. This is becoming too serious. We are now in the period of mass extinction. Uh, I would like my children to, to, to live in a, a safe planet in 60 years' time. So please watch it if you get a chance at all. And either on social media or by email, please contact RT if you agree with what I'm saying and
1: let them know. Okay. All right. Good luck with it. We look forward to nice. seeing you later on. Thanks for that. That is uh, Peter Dowdell at the
0: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all.